The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our conversation that talks about podcasting. Our guest again is going to be Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track. In our last episode, Carrie talked to us a little bit about his experience in podcasting and how the podcasting medium is growing. In today's episode, we're going to focus our conversation on what it takes to start producing a podcast. Here's the second part of our interview with Carrie Green. So welcome back, Carrie Green. It's great to have you here again. Thanks, Ben. Glad to be here. So in our last episode, we talked about sort of an overview of the podcast industry and why people are creating podcasts and who are listening to them. And today I want to talk about what it takes to produce a podcast. So let's walk through what your steps are for content production. Yeah, well, there really has to be an idea behind the content. You have to have something to talk about and you have to be able to talk about it in a way that is not only intelligent, but compelling. So I think before anybody starts thinking about technology or equipment or approach, they need to, first of all, assess whether or not the idea they have is a good one. Some of the ways to do that is to jump in the iTunes directory and start searching for podcasts that would be aimed toward the audience that you're hoping to reach. Speaking about the kind of topics you're wanting to talk about and see what's out there. See what other people are doing. What are the things they're covering? What are the things they're not covering? You can do the same thing in Amazon. Go into the book section and search on those topics and see what people are talking about and just as much what they're not talking about and discover, is there some places in this niche, in this industry that I want to speak to where I can bring something special? I can bring something unique that's not being talked about and I can do it with my own flavor, my own personality and style and actually build a little community within the community that's already there. So step one is really ideation, figuring out what you're going to be talking about and having some sort of an angle that makes your content compelling. Once you have the idea and you feel confident that you can create content that's going to be interesting, what's the next step? I think the next step is to decide on how you want to present your content. Are you going to do that through interviews? Are you going to do that through a narrative style podcast like you might hear for an NPR sort of a show or revisionist history, for example? There's all kinds of ways you can increase the production value and make it more appealing, but you've got to know what's the approach I'm going to take. 
One of the approaches I don't hear often enough, honestly, is someone who's an expert in the field doing shorter episodes that are essentially a brain dump of their own experience and expertise for the benefit of others. I mean, can you think of a better way to build an individual relationship with someone who wants and needs your, for example, coaching services, say you're a sales coach, than for you to be giving them a Costco sample of what it is you're going to provide as a coach? You're giving them a taste every single time. So it's all about approach. How are you going to approach that subject matter? Is it going to be interviews? Is it going to be a coaching call? Is it going to be a combination of both? With podcasting, the beauty is you can do whatever you want in terms of format. You just need to figure that out ahead of time and start working toward it. So you've got the ideation phase. Then you have the presentation phase, I guess you would call it. How am I going to present this? I would call it format. Yeah, same thing. Okay, so... Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Figure out what you're going to be talking about, figure out the audience you're trying to reach, who's sort of your competition, figure out how you're going to present your content. What's next? Next is figuring out how you're going to record it. This is where you get into the equipment. You're going to need a decent microphone, which I mean, the one I'm using right now is less than a hundred bucks. So it's not that expensive. You need to figure out the software you're going to use to record. If you're doing interviews, you need to figure out how am I going to interview someone at a distance with good quality audio. And let me stop for a moment and stress that good quality audio matters now just because of what we talked about on yesterday's episode. So many new podcasts are showing up. You have a lot more competition, even if they're not talking about your niche, because it's time of year. It's time of listening that you're competing with. And so you've got to have things that will differentiate you. And great audio is one of those things. So a good microphone, good recording software, good way to record distance conversations, and then figuring out a system that you can follow week after week after week that's going to allow you to consistently and reliably produce that great content. I think that's great advice. I would love any tactical tips you have in terms of gear. And I'll just say that the microphone that I'm using is a Blue Yeti. It costs 150 bucks. It connects right to my laptop. There's no mixer involved. 
And I've gone through a couple of different services. I've used Zencaster and I've used Ringer to record audio. What are some of the tools that you've found that are affordable and high quality? Sure. The microphone I'm using right now is called an Audio-Technica 2005. Same sort of setup as yours. It's a USB microphone that plugs right into my computer. If you're using just software to record yourself and say a solo kind of an episode, you can use a free program called Audacity. It's great for that. You can use GarageBand. I mean, there's all kinds of simple applications you can use, but there's even more complex ones like Adobe Audition and Pro Tools and things like that if you have those things. Another distance recording solution that I use quite often is called CleanFeed. You can find it at cleanfeed.net, and I believe it's got a free version of the software that you can use. And then for post-production stuff, there's a software out there that's got a certain amount of hours free called Auphonic, which does leveling and compression and noise reduction and all that kind of stuff and really does a great job. In fact, in our professional production service, that's the final step. We put all of our audio through Auphonic because it is so good. And if it's free, man, make use of it. I think it's up to two hours a month you can use for free. Great. So once you get your content recorded, and I'll just recap the stages, you know, you figured out what your podcast is going to be about. You've come up with a unique format. You've recorded your interview or your monologue, run it through some post-production tools. Then what are the other steps to getting published and getting your podcast actually launched? Well, you've got to put the audio together, you know, intro, outro, leveling, all of that, that Alphonic takes care of some of that. Then you've got to get your show submitted to the places that can syndicate it out to where listeners are going to find it. The primary places are the iTunes directory, which is now called Apple Podcasts. You also have places like Stitcher, Google Play Music. There are a handful of others. I have an episode of my podcast that goes through a whole bunch of them. But those are places where there's kind of a misunderstanding. People will say things to me like, does your company upload my audio to iTunes or do I do that? And the reality is iTunes is a directory. You don't upload anything to iTunes. You're going to need a media host account, which is a service that hosts your audio files for you. Or you can put it on Amazon S3, just somewhere you can store the file. And then you have to be able to create what's called an RSS feed. You can do this through a website. You can do this through your media host, which is what I typically recommend. And then that feed that you're provided is what you submit to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. And you do that one time. And after you've done it, those platforms will typically approve you within 24 hours to 36 hours. Your show is now listed. And every time you publish something new to your feed through your media host, it automatically pings iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and they pull that content into their directory. So now that content's available for people to search, find your content, and find your show. I've used a service called Libsyn. Sure. That's what I use. L-I-B-S-Y-N, which you can upload your content there. And with the exception of the initial connection from your podcast to the Apple iTunes store and Google, Libsyn generally just syndicates the podcast to all the different podcast players. Okay. So we've talked about figuring out what your show is going to be about. We talked about figuring out how you're going to record it, actually getting the content recorded, getting it uploaded. That's the background of how to get a podcast started. Okay. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track for joining us. If you'd like to hear the rest of Carrie's tips to growing a podcast, we're publishing an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning for our next episode when we talk about podcast growth strategies. If you can't wait until tomorrow and you'd like to learn more about Carrie and his business, go to podcastfasttrack.com. 
If you'd like to read the transcript of this podcast, or if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can go to our website, martechpod.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of our conversation with Carrie Green, we've got some other great episodes lined up for you. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll bring you some great marketing and technology content. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with more of our conversation with Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.